3: a Celtic state of mind, I'm Paul John Dykes it's Sunday night, I'm here with Russell Boyce, welcome back Boyce, tremendous result for the women's yeah. team tonight sum it up, we've just qualified for Champions League for the first time in the history of Celtic women
4: I think as well to do it in the style that they did, we said at the start of the game, all that mattered was three points and if it went our way in the other, in the other match happy days, the fact is we never took our foot off the gas at half time The players would have asked, "What was the score in the other game?" They'd have probably realised the title was slipping away from them. Didn't change their attitude or application. In fact, we've got we put our foot on on the pedal. Um, it's particularly in the early stages of the second half. And oh, I'm just so chuffed for them. I'm really proud of all of them. I think it's an amazing achievement. Um, I think they're on target. I think um, the fact, as I said at half time, the fact that they've took the league title. Challenge to the last day of the season is awesome for the first year in professional as a professional team, and I think as well the signs for the future. We're talking about um, you know the, the investment levels we can make in the in, in the close season are going to be higher and things. I tell you what, he's obviously got his finger on the pulse with those who aren't maybe getting as much game time and those coming through. Um, none more so than seeing, of course, a certain Butchell appear in the park at one point. I think only fifteen years old if If I'm I'm mistaken So he's obviously got one eye in the future And he's wanting these players to to get integrated in the squad And albeit it was a free hit today And and maybe the team became slightly more disjointed towards end The season as a whole Celtic started off gelling They started uh, picking up results Slowly but surely And the second half they were a racehorse Um, I don't know what the record is I would say it's something like 37 points At the last 39 possible I believe that that's is tremendous. absolutely outstanding. And that is called a team that's going to get you in the Champions League uh, qualification places.
3: I thought you were going to say that is called Franny Ball because that is now ball. what we're going to call it, right? Because uh, I'm not quite sure what Laney Ball was, but Laney dropped the ball some time ago. This is Franny Ball. And we're looking at a team here. That was much depleted, a much depleted team due to uh, COVID and isolation. We were missing seven players, some of whom we have grown to um, admire over the last few weeks and months. And I think what was key tonight. Watching that performance tonight, Russell, is that you lose seven players, right? But you have already instilled a culture into the squad, the wider squad that you're able to bring in the -hmm. younger players or the fringe players. And it still clicks. You still have the style that you're talking about. Um, And that has all come down to Fran Alonso. He's got our buy-in. We've got the Jackets. We've done the whole shebang. We might even present the Malkovich to Fran Alonso in tribute to the tremendous work that he's doing with the women's team. But how important is that? You see it throughout European football, whereby uh, there's a breakdown or there's four or five players missing, but you have instilled that throughout the squad, which means that the next one can just step up to mark. We've not had that in the Celtic men's team this season, have we?
4: No, absolutely not. And I'll tell you this, as much as there was that many changes at the start of the game, I think we also introduced around six substitute, five substitutions, was it? <laughs> at least. I, I don't know how many they're allowed, but I think it must have been the full five subs, which tells you the that, you know, the, the whole squad's getting his full attention. That's basically what it tells you, because, and I remember as well, these weren't uh, changes that were pre-thought out, Paul. These were changes that were made, it seems to be anyway, from the fact the tweet went out so late. about the positive COVID test that these decisions have been last minute not a problem seamless we still go we go the exact same way the team game plan everyone seems to already know it whether they were starting the match originally or not fantastic to see that and no excuses no excuses from our he just goes right we've we've got to get on with it don't worry they're already prepped on what the job is that they need to do whether they were starting or not they all know the exact strategy they all know the roles, they all know the positions, watch them go. And I tell you what as well, just the confidence the, the incomers to the starting lineup played with, mm. that tells you everything you need to know.
3: Now, this jacket is part of uh, Axrom's studio. I walk in every single morning give it a wee nod, a wee nod to um, Fran Alonso and Franny Ball, as we're now describing it as. But, I mean, we are fans. We're fans of him, we're fans of his team and we're hoping that fans or um, people who view and watch A Celtic State of Mind are getting into this. Um, if you are, then please comment. Comment with anything, any of your thoughts or feelings around Celtic at the moment. Ask boy, or I anything you, you wish, and we will endeavour to answer your questions as well. That's a dangerous statement, that is. It is, but remember, I, I decide who comes up. And, and on that note, <laughs> um, on that note, there is absolutely no favouritism to the comments. I wish I had good enough eyesight to be able to select at such close notice anybody's name coming up or indeed the platform that you're commenting on. I think the biggest audience is probably, in fact it is, it's on YouTube. And therefore there's a lot more comments pop up on YouTube. But that's just... That's a numbers game, Russell. That's nothing to do yeah. with us, you know. Selecting YouTube over Facebook, or or any individual over another one. But um yeah, let's get the comments up. I'm going to start with Strange Love, the Doctor. Congratulations, girls, on a fantastic season. You've done us proud and wore the hoops well. You managed to bring a bit of joy into
4: supporting Celtic this year. Thanks for all your hard work. Listen, um, that,
5: that, that is absolutely
3: spot that. on.
4: Yeah, amen to that. Amen to that. And. I think you're absolutely right. It was probably a mishap on our part not to have been invested in this earlier on in the season. That's my only regret with this, you know, because it's really caught our imaginations. And this is not, you know, this is there's no one faking it here. Do you know what I mean? This is generally, I've spent my day in my room watching the Celtic Women's team outside in the sun on my day off. That's through choice. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It's completely, it's a real buy-in, like you said earlier, Paul, that um, they've managed to achieve with us. And, yeah, I mean, rolling next season. I think picking up, picking up the ball for one of our better phrase, picking up the franny ball from a uh, match day one next season will be really an exciting. Exciting to be covering that. I think you know going forward, I really do. I think that will you know to be invested for match day one, and then watch the ups the downs of which there will be, um, and watching this team hopefully grow in general, though from strength to strength with Alonso at the helm, I think. I think it's exciting times. I really do, and I think you're right as well. What we've done this season is we've kind of we've dipped our toes in, and we've got you've we've got involved with it, and we're now beginning to get favourite players. Do you know what I mean? And we're, we're picking out ones that we're going. They've really impressed me and identifying with them, and not just their ability on the part, but their personality traits and the manner that they play and stuff like that. Imagine watching that from match day one next season. With the new signings, potential new signings, if there are any coming in as well, to add to that mix. It's going to be fascinating.
3: You're spot on with that because there's a familiarity now because we've been watching the games, whereas I remember preparing for the first game and thinking, I don't know enough about these players, then you're going into the the official website and you're trying to look at the profiles, you try to learn as much as you can, but you know half a dozen games in, there is that familiarity, Um, and I'm going to talk about some of the players that have been catching my eye, but you mentioned earlier on about Tyree uh, Burchill coming in to the side Mm -hmm. very, very young, Um, and I think that there is a comment coming through from Studio Riley. Yes, great performance. And great to see Butchell gets some game time. Looks tidy on the ball and yeah. a good cross on her. Now, what I would say about that is um, obviously Mark Butchell came into the Celtic side as a young, young player. Um, he looked absolute dynamite. When, when he first oh, came I... into the side, dynamite. And look at the players he was looking to displace. You know, what a forward line that was. Um, he had a turn of pace on him that was unbelievable. Uh, he could get in behind the defences, scored some important goals in his earlier days, and went on to carve himself out an impressive career. Uh, now at Bournemouth. Interestingly enough, and he was touted to be part of this new dream team that was uh, going to be coming in with Eddie Howe. But what I would say on this is you look at a player coming in like Tyree Butchell, and for any parent, there is now a chance that any of your kids can represent Celtic on a professional level. Russell on a professional level, and that's something that you know for generations. Uh, you've you've maybe looked at your, your boys and thought, oh, I'd love them to play for Celtic. Any of your kids, it's opening up the, the floodgates now for your boys, and, and the opportunities that this is now given to young women in this country. I just think it's absolutely tremendous. And hopefully, we'll continue to invest as much as possible in ensuring that. The next generation, of boys and girls, dream of representing Celtic.
4: No, oh, I think you're absolutely spot on. It's wonderful that I mean, you you know, you're looking at any of your children, boy or girl, and saying you could now have a career in football. Like that is your job. I mean, what a way to to sell something, to, you know, a, a young child's dream. Like going, that could be what you do for a living if you dedicate yourself to it. And there's actually, you know, a career to be had as opposed to a part time sort of hobby. Do you know what I mean? Um, I think as well, when you're talking about identifying with the players, you know, for me, you know, you're looking at two ends of the spectrum. I appreciate Chloe Craig's one of the more experienced players. I actually thought at times she looked like a high school girl playing with with the the primary school girls. You know what I mean? Just like head and shoulders, head and Mm -hmm. shoulders, strolling up the park. Um, I think her passing range is outstanding. She got in the end of a goal in the first half. She's playing in defence and she's tapping it in in the six yard box. And the second half, she had a narrow shot that went just right. But her overall contribution, her reading of the game, what a player, and then I was gutted for Chloe Warrington, who was probably the first one that sort of caught my eye the first game we watched, just real hard and can play, by the way. She was playing it right back today. Mm-hmm. And I'm positive as left-footed, you wouldn't have known. And when she narrowly hit the post, I was gutted. As much as we got the goal after, I would have loved to have seen uh, Warrington have scored
3: See, you mentioned Warrington. I think she was outstanding the first time we watched Celtic Woman. Uh, She was playing left-back that day. As you say, she switched over to the right. She's a bit of a warrior. But she seems to be the consistency that we've been lacking in the, the men's team. Every single game, no matter what, she's a seven. And every so often she has a cracking game. But she brings that consistency. I've been really, really impressed with Chloe Warrington. And I think that she switched uh, sides to allow Tegan Bowie to start tonight and I thought again I've been saying that she's been catching my eye and the in the glimpses that she's been making me cameos and that as well Boise. but she hails from sunny Fife as well Right, she's from the villages in Fife so I've been keeping an eye on her I know that uh, this season there's been interest from Arsenal for uh, Tegan Bowen and I guess this goes back to your point um, at half time, we need to continue with the investment here. So, if we're oh, going yeah. to have the, the vultures are going to start circling Celtic Park for the players, and Tegan Bowie's going to be one of them. You watch the, the strength of running she's got down that left hand side. There was a moment when I think it was actually Chloe Craig, who I'll come back to, plays uh, quite a long ball, and there's uh, no way, you know. Can you do you think that Edward would have chased that? No do you think the to. Edward would have chased that? Was a, It was a lost cause. She catches it
4: before it goes out the park. I couldn't believe it. I, do you know what I wanted to call her at the time, right? this the nickname I'm going, Hot Wheels. So that's <laughs> what the reminded me of. You know when remember the old Hot Wheels you used to get? Feel it back and then just watch it ping off. Mm. You what this? The pace was absolutely frightening. I yep. mean, not that someone called Tegan Bowie, I love David Bowie, um, needs a nickname or a name like that, but Hot Wheels is what it reminded me of. It's like just woof, off you go. And to keep that in your app, sorry, sorry to interject, but it just it really caught my eye. I know the exact moment you're talking about. And not only though, does she get the you know, she gets the ball, she keeps it in play, she then finds a finds a teammate with a pass, as opposed to losing the ball like with a defender in such close proximity. Again, equally impressive.
3: You know you've you've reminded me in my primary school, uh, the janitor. Right? Mm-hmm. The Janny. Massive Bowie fan and he called his son Zowie. Zowie Bowie. Right. <laughs> Zowie Bowie. And I thought, why not Ziggy? Surely you'd go for Ziggy. No, Zowie sure, Bowie. And then later on, I'm sure it was Pavement had an album called Zowie Bowie. And every time I saw that on, on the shelf, it reminded me of my old Janitor. But anyway, Tegan Bowie, I think going into next season. You know, she's obviously got this season under her belt. She's going to be somebody that I hope would be a a first pick. Her development this season, you know, it's been personified tonight with that performance tonight. (laughs) Strong, strong running down the left. Never, ever gives up on anything, which obviously that pass showed. I mean, that was just going to go out the park, but she didn't give up on it. She set up... At least two goals tonight, and she was outstanding. My, my my man of the match, my player of the match, my my MVP, my player of the match this evening. That's us off there. That's a slippery <laughs> tongue, Tegan Bowie. I think one to watch for the future. What do you reckon?
4: 100 percent, hundred percent. And you know, I think as well uh, with, with Tegan Bowie, as you said, being allowed to come into the team. I think the experience. I know a couple went plenty, but you know, uh, Ke- Kelly Clark, the captain. Leads by example. Chloe Craig may as well be captain as well because of the the sort of influence she has. And then you've got Caitlin Hayes still to come back. Mm -hmm. That defense is strong. And they all seem to have leadership qualities. They all seem to have a maturity and a responsibility about them when they play. Tegan Bowies, Chloe Harrington's must be loving life learning for players like that. You know what I mean?
3: Now, we do have Colin at the game. Yes. Uh, But he's probably been chucked out. Right, you know, you know, at the foot of the final whistle, I think they just get ejected out the stadium. Um, so he's not been linking in in his car. So it'll be you and myself, Boise right. uh, for the rest of the the show for the next fifteen minutes. But uh, obviously, as well as talking about, we want to focus on the women's game. Whether we had a wee chat about um, matters. Uh, occurring at Celtic Park for the, the men's team we had a wee chat about that before the game we want to focus um, solely and exclusively on the women's however, if you've got any points to make get in on the comments, if you're watching it on Facebook, Twitter or on YouTube Boise and I will answer anything you want to ask, won't we, won't we Boise? Uh, Francie Dub, well done the lasses were all so proud of you uh, 100% and you and Boy. Comes in, see it's being reported, Ange Postacoglu is on his way to Glasgow this Thursday. Now, this is the thing, we do have an Australian in the women's team, don't we? Because that's where Jacinta's from. Uh, She was modelling the kit during the week, she was missing this evening. Fantastic player, I think, one of Lawrence's favourites, one of Lawrence's favourites. So obviously we're scouring the world for these players, Boise but I think what's important is many of these girls that are coming through are coming through an academy system that we've got set up at Lennox Town um, and we're also investing in the old Barrafield Park uh, so that they can play their home games there There's, it's quite clear that we want to win the title because I mean 14 years in a row Glasgow City uh, have yep. now won the lead title well done to Glasgow City they, they, way be, then, by yeah.
4: Way. Yeah, what a set
3: up because you look at the investment Russell That Celtic have got, you look investment. The Rangers have got, plus the fan base behind both of these clubs. So if they're going to try and expand the game, and you're going to try and expand the Celtic women's game, look at the colossal marketing. Um, machine you've got behind you and it's the same for Rangers if they want to push that um, as well so you've got the budget you've got the fan base you've got this marketing machine behind you Glasgow City haven't got that because they don't have an affiliation with a club in Glasgow they're going toe-to-toe with the two the big two and they're actually coming out but I tell you what that's been as close a fight as I've ever had certainly from Celtic it's just it's just, uh, it's the first time in seven years the Celtic in finished second and split yep. the Glasgow City and the Hibs domination. Um but what can Celtic do, do you think, to, to push for a title next season? Is it all down to Franny Balls, all down to Fran Alonso?
4: Keep it um, not necessarily. I think he's the I think he's the 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 key component in it all, absolutely. But what actually amazes you with the Celtic women's team in contrast to the, the men's side of things is you only need to look up front. Uh, London Pollard who was brought in only a matter of weeks ago that is clearly with an eye to next season and I think could be a really really good partner if we were to go to up top with Ewan's I think Ewan's at times is a wee bit isolated and it's actually This week
1: on the Marketers Report Patrizio Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer Direct to Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery weighs in
2: on building trust Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy. And we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent.
1: As the number one audio company, iHeart Media gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the data you need to grow. Go to iHeartResults.com for more.
4: you are very intelligent players, and I think sometimes some of our, our one-touch through balls and things like that are, are layoffs. Aren't being read maybe by midfielders. A straight partner, a foil, definitely would be on the end of them. Someone with a pace like Pollard's got, and obviously it looks like perhaps an eye for goal as well. Um, I think that's already one of the changes because Ewan seems to start every game, you know. And mm. I think you need, especially if you can have a Champions League campaign, you and... <laughs> you're going to need. You're going to need strength up up front as well. Do you know what I mean? You're going to need, and I think maybe playing a two is one of the one of the things that Fran Alonso's contemplating with the sign of London Paul and I thought she looked good today as well, to be fair. Um so what do we need to do other than that? I think obviously you need to hold on to your assets. Paul, I think it'd be good to get, you know, to keep the you know the whole side but you know if you can, the nucleus of that team together. Um not even just for next season but with a view to build on it. I think there's a, a good blend of youth and experience there already and then just sprinkle it with a wee bit of stardust. As I say, there's going to be teams now going, full-time professional footballs available up north, a giant of a club that are in the Champions League and are going to be playing home games in the Champions League at Celtic Park, a 60,000 stadium. Well, there's no hard sell there. There's no hard sell. You might be surprised where that could elevate Celtic status in the transfer market if they invest, mm. if they are going to back it. But yeah, I think... Not because they need an overhaul by any stretch, but yeah, I would still be looking at maybe just one or two more bits of quality and just a bit more, maybe first team starting depth with um, the Champions League, uh, you know, obviously campaign upcoming.
3: Definitely. Now, <clears throat> it's only a matter of time, I've not seen it yet, where uh, you see the the young lasses going to the games and they've got some of their, their heroes on the back of their stretch. Oh, yeah you know, tier really? garden, all that kind of stuff, I think that's tremendous. Liam Reid comes in, well done girls, looking forward to seeing Franny Ball in the Champions League, there you go, we've got it trending, Franny Ball. Well, we see the, the term Franny Ball used on the front cover of the Celtic View, Boise?
4: Oh, definitely, and I hope they spell it with a W at the end instead of a double L, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Franny
3: Ball right, love it <laughs> Michael the boy well done to Fran and the ladies for a successful league campaign to get a Champions League spot I am feeling in a good mood tonight we were at an asylum Uh disused used asylum earlier on today so I don't know if there's something in the water but uh, I am feeling uh, in the mood tonight I, I, to celebrate the Champions League qualification yeah. interesting point coming in from Michael the boy can they keep him and I think that this is the biggest fear uh, not just obviously for the, the women's team it's the same for the men's team. You hear that Leicester are now uh, tabling bids for Edward Russell. It's a, you know, it's just one of these things that Celtic have to contend with if we do have class players um, in our on our side or in our dugouts now. Alan McFadgen, when you see the scores, there is too big a gap between the top three or four teams and the rest winning games, but eight, nine, ten goals isn't a good thing. I agree with you, Alan. I agree with you. But these teams that we're talking about, you know, teams like Motherwell, for example, Russell, um, these are the same kind of teams that struggled to um, have the, the budget to have a reserve team. And that's why the reserve league was disbanded eventually. Yeah. Um, so I don't think we're going to see that kind of investment in a lot of these sides to make them professional. I think we're a long way away from that, mm-hmm. um, and I think oh. that could be, um, you know, that could be detrimental to to Celtic when they go into you know sure. the Champions League games. Russell.
4: Yep, I agree with that, and then but I would I would flip it, but I would also say that it's good to have. Three three teams, certainly, that are professional and full-time. Then you've got Hibs, which is certainly a more competitive sort of uh, collection of teams going for the title than what you've got in the men's. It is literally a two-horse race. Whilst the results against the other teams might not be as flattering or convincing as, as what you're seeing, and I appreciate the point, you've also got to commend the fact that Rangers were still going for the Champions League spot today at the start of it, and they were in third. You've got hips. you have definitely took points off the top three this season. So I think there's, I think, you know, it's, it, the other results, yes. Could they slow down the progression of the players? Could that be a difficult jump to be playing, maybe a 10 nil match against Forfa or something like that and then going in to play Barcelona? I totally accept that. But that is the environment we're in in, in Scotland. You're not going to have any time soon, I don't think as much as I would love it, 10 professional teams invest in real real, real money um, It would be nice though to see clubs such as Hearts, shall we say mm. Who were quite happy to invest £7,000 a week, allegedly On guys in their mid-30s in a relegation campaign You know, some of that money, put that in the women's team You know, there's obviously they've got back Hearts could become a threat, there's no excuse, you know um, Capital side, you would expect it I capital city so.
3: a wee bit of hair envy coming in from James Cunningham We bit of hair envy but we get that pokemon, from time yeah, to time
4: shaggy. Yeah. what's happening doobie doobie dudes James do you know what I like shaggy man so do I, no, and,
3: I, po- I, I and, and pokemon <laughs> <What> <laughs> and and shaggy pokemon. we talking about oh, well Moving on. Strange love. Paul Ladd's confidence in the second half was great to see. She really looked focused and gave little glimpses of what kind of a player she can become in time. She could be unstoppable. She, as you say, was uh, a recent addition to the squad. Yep. Uh, she came in from Forfa, um, started uh, Aberdeen, eight years of age, moved on to Cove Rangers. Look at the research we're doing into this game. We really are hooked on it, say, But I did say you can ask us anything you want. Um, any more hair questions, just fire them through, James. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if you want to post a wee picture of your own coupon, uh online, we will all be impressed <laughs> with your Fosh. Young the man,
4: worst part is I got
3: my haircut today. This is me with a haircut. You know what I mean? I cut my own. I cut my own. Does it show? My Raffjack twenty-five professionalism, fitness, properly coached, united dressing room, talent and pride in the jersey. Everything missing in the men's team this season. I think this has been a massive reason, Russell, why we have really bought in to the women's game this season. Because a lot of the things we are seeing in the women's team. We've been missing that from the men's team. Would you
4: agree with that? Absolutely agree, hundred percent. And do you know what, Muratovic twenty-five must be a new breed of fan if he's seeing all these things as positives. You know, that must be a new breed thing. I think, um, I think he's absolutely right. I think all the all the the things that Muratovic they listed actually are exactly what's been missing from the men's team, and perhaps have actually because of the men's team's sort of decline has highlighted how important all those sort of attributes for a, a squad to have means. Um, I think that the success of the girls team really has you know, it's shone a light you know, on everything that, that that's lacking right now and hopefully we actually now are going and I hope, as I said, I mean I think that whoever it is that becomes a Celtic manager, it looks like it's going to be Ange. I hope they are watching what's been going on at the women's team and aren't, you know, turning their nose up at it. I hope they are going, why did they have a successful season in the league? What was the dynamic like between the manager and
5: the, the viewers, etc. Uh-oh. Hey! Here he comes. Hi, Dan. Champions League, here
3: we come. Yes. Yes. We wondered if you'd been lobbed out at full time, Colin. And uh, we know it's difficult, but you're there. You're at the game. Talk us through the entire game. I mean, brilliant achievement, qualifying for the Champions League. There was an outside chance that we might have won the league tonight. Um, how, what did you make of that in the second half? It
5: was another impressive 45 minutes you could see the girls were going all out trying to get as many goals as possible they knew about the goal difference I was just speaking to a couple of them and hopefully we'll have that content up for a Celtic's statement very shortly and Russell there's a very special message from Fran Alonso for you as well so I hope you look forward to seeing that um, I'll, I'll make sure that's in the chat once this is over uh, but wow. another, another impressive 45 minutes, a lot of debuts for some young girls as well um, it was good to see that coming through, despite adversity um, that the COVID outbreak caused in the team, which I would just find out was actually only came out about a couple of hours before kick-off, so it was a lot of last-minute getting about. Um, so, yeah, fantastic performance. Never gave in till the end, and the scenes at the end, they absolutely loved it, and we're all looking forward to the Champions League next season.
3: We're calling it Colin Ball. That is what we're calling this uh, We've been very, very impressed with uh, Fran Alonso But on a serious note When you look at the fact that they've been hit with this Potential blow leading into the game Yet they're able to just slot other players in from the squad Who are playing a system that's been drilled all season by Fran Alonso How impressed were you that they were able to adapt at such short notice?
5: Oh definitely And we've spoke about this before About the players coming in and out the team. Uh, the squad rotation's been a massive part of the success this season. Um, four, four changes every other kind of game. Making sure that everyone's getting minutes. Um, and even when the kind of players that were coming on to make their debut today, when they were coming on to the park, the older, experienced players like Lisa Robertson, they were talking them through the performances, making sure they could get the best out of them. Um, yeah, it's what a team that they've managed to pull together. And uh, you can see the scenes at the end. There's an interesting point that Fran Alonso made, I don't want to spoil it too much because we'll put the content up shortly, but he said that before the game the team took a picture and they're going to include the seven players that couldn't be there so that they could all be part of the celebrations. He says that performance today was for them and when you've got a squad that's playing together like that it's an impressive feat
3: it definitely is I mean going back Boise to the the point Moravchik made there some of these things you think are prerequisites for any professional football club they've been missing all season from the men's team
4: I couldn't agree more I I, actually had a wee question for Colin as well just see at the end when they were on the Mm -hmm. pitch talk us through what what the atmosphere was like between the players and the manager did they do a huddle was that they did did
5: do a huddle yeah they've done a huddle Um, Fran came out with a big Celtic scarf and flag He was absolutely loving it Um, To be honest I don't think the title was on the girls' minds today I think the first and main objective Was to win that game And qualify for the Champions League And the scenes afterwards The bottles of champagne were popping Um, It was a fantastic sight to see And congratulations to them all
3: Well, Colin, I'm delighted that you blagged it. You just turned up the day and you blagged it with security. You got in and uh, you managed to give us some brilliant updates, mate. So we look forward to the other content that you managed to get. But enjoy the rest of your night. It looks as though uh, you're going to enjoy the sunshine. Thanks very much for your contribution, Colin. Nice
5: one, Colin. Thanks very much
3: for the opportunity, guys. Take care. Brilliant. Colin loving life. Beautiful sunshine. And he has.
5: And a
4: flag. Brilliant. Sorry ended interrupt, but I mean, Brilliant. come on I know. A Celtic flag and a scarf when he comes out And, and he does a, a huddle on the pitch You know what I like,
3: Boise? A couple of weeks ago, I got a message from a uh, uh, Sunday at Celtic, I almost said it was But it's not as nice as a message you're getting tonight How good no. is that? That people from Celtic are giving us messages mm,
4: That's it's tremendous
3: amazing. I know a, It is and, and Take, again, but the- Taking the time, Russell to give you a personal message, you know, I, because he, I, know, I, he knows you, you're on the bus. He knows you're on the the uh, Fran Alonso bus.
4: Uh, so it's it's I was a bit blown away by that, to be honest. But I also think um, this is the Holy Trinity. When we go back to all the things, Paul. This is that Holy Trinity of getting the supporters on side, the, the 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 board on side, and the management team on side. Well, it all seems to be working for him right now, and he's trying to engage. Fran Alonso obviously sees that we're trying to promote his team. We're talking up his team. We're getting the white coats out. But it's not, as much as it's a gimmick, we're doing it actually as a sort of door for the cap as well. That is what it comes down to. And the fact that we are talking up the game, highlighting their achievements, backing them to the tilt, for the manager to not just go, oh, we expect that, you know. You're, You're lucky to have had that success over X amount of time. In fact, you know what? I'm glad we didn't win the league this year because you have actually you were expecting it. You know, it was unhealthy obsession with winning that title. None of that nonsense. He wants to engage with a contributor on one of the podcasts to say whatever it is he's got. But that engagement is just... Yeah, really? I mean, it means the world to me personally, but I just think anyone watching that right now will go, that's the level that he's at. He's on this, you know, he is very much down to earth with all this and sees he knows every wee, uh, every wee ingredient that's required to make this team work, and that will include podcast backing, fan media backing, Celtic board backing, Celtic fans backing, and the team obviously buying into his vision as well. He's right now ticking every single box. Wow.
3: It is very impressive, Russell. When we do get the the content that Colin's captured, we'll fire it up on the channel or on the social media channels. uh, I know, I know. (laughs) I've really enjoyed that tonight. Uh, Champions League qualification for both the men's and the women's teams next season. Hopefully we'll get to the games in person, as Colin uh, did tonight. I've just got to thank everybody for getting involved. Um, and You're getting involved on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. Now, we don't always get through as many comments as we would like, but we did ask you to fire in any question you want. You won't get that opportunity very often, and you didn't ask any questions, so that's fine. Boise and I breathe a sigh of relief. Thanks, everybody, for getting involved. We'll be back at 12.30 tomorrow. You'll be on the Monday Club. You are you are back tomorrow, and you'll be back on Tuesday night for the Scream of Celica. Boise, you've got a busy schedule. Busy and
4: schedule, mate. Thanks, everybody. I get everybody. All my work done early, mate. All oh, well,
3: that well done at the beginning of the week, and then that's me. Cruise control, man. Cruise control for the rest of the week. <laughs> and we'll see you all again at 12:30 on a Celtic state of mind.
1: Not just a media company. iHeart Media is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get
0: you taken care of.